Hey there, I'm Jay, and today on Artists in Residence, I'll be speaking with Nick Keys, a Melbourne-based digital artist, about his work and the stories behind it. Hey, I'm Nicholas Keys, a 3D artist based in Melbourne, Australia. I focus on spirituality and mysticism. I like to explore the deep unconscious human psyche and where the unconscious mind takes us in our dreams. I've I've had a chance to look through your portfolio a little bit, and your works appear to have this really sense of physicality and eerie, almost lifelikeness to to the the bodies that you portray. You know, what is the most important thing that you keep in mind when creating them? The thing about three D art that really stands out to me is that it's kind of like you're the photographer, but you're also the model and the stylist. And all of that sort of thing, without the awkwardness of human interaction, I can also breach, you know, what's what's physically possible in reality. So, I love being able to kind of still bring it back to a semi-realistic hyperrealism sort of thing, but be able to take it into these surreal or fantasy themes, but keeping those hyperreal elements with gloss and refraction and chromes and things like that. Could you walk us through, walk walk me through your artistic journey from kind of when you started exploring this domain and how you have reached the point of doing what you do today? Basically, the whole time throughout school, I really struggled to focus on anything that was going on in the class. So I would just be one of those like ADD kids that have their head down on the table, sketching the whole time and drawing and not paying attention. As I got to be about. Eighteen, a few of my friends were making music and stuff, and I was drawing artworks for album covers or posters, things like that. And eventually, I kind of got bored of illustration and 2D because I just felt that there were so many artists that had already mastered and conquered that medium that I wanted to go somewhere new. That and I felt that 3D art and CGI is constantly expanding, so there's always room. For more people to be growing and flourishing in that area, so I lent into the 3D world, and as I did that, I think it was a pretty good time, and I got a、uh, good feedback from Instagram, liked that sort of stuff at the time, and a few blogs kind of encouraged and shared some of my stuff, which really helped me get my name out there, and just give me the confidence to continue exploring my weird themes as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so these connections, right? Some of them almost unexpected, I imagine. They have led you to collaborations. I've read. Are there any noteworthy collaborations that really st- stuck with your mind? Some of my favorite collaborations were with、uh, I'm Poppy, Bring Me the Horizon,、uh, May Love Me a Lot. They're just really cool artists to me because I feel like they explore a similar. A similar kind of darkness and light at the same time. There's just a acknowledgement of the shadow and the light, which I really like in my art and where it kind of connects into spirituality. Great. Could you, I guess, dig a little deeper into this core philosophy that's driving your work and development as an artist? Kind of, you know, what what do you want to explore? So、uh, a lot of what I do is unconscious, and it kind of. Manifests through me, or like kind of channels happens, and just I feel like I look at it and interpret it as if it's a dream. I look at the symbols that have kind of come out as if I've dreamed them, and then that's kind of developed into more. I can more consciously 
direct these forms that take place. But basically what I would like to do with my art is to lift the veil a bit into the spiritual world or into the reality of the darkness of the things that are going on or the beauty that we don't see in everyday life. Right. Um, I mean, you've spoken about the yeah, spirituality and the darkness and the beauty in life that are inspiring to you. I mean, could you give us a few examples of any of those that you mentioned? I mean, what, what specifically about yeah, sp spirituality or darkness that, that are the most inspiring to you? You know, people uh, say that light and positivity is like everyone wants everything to be happy and positive all of the time. But without darkness and sadness, the positivity wouldn't even exist in the first place. And colors without black and white, you couldn't separate those and refract the light into the colors that then break up to make the seven colors of the rainbow. So it's without the dualities of good and bad, there would be neither. So it's worth acknowledging them all at once rather than focusing purely on the light or trying to ignore the darkness because it's always going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. While we speak about inspirations, are there other artists that you've uh, that that have inspired you or, you know, other works of art that have inspired you as you were growing up? For sure. Uh, artists, I really like Seiki Toshio, a Japanese artist, makes some really cool, um, it's almost nightmare sort of vibe, bit messed up. Also, I really like his work. Stanley Kubrick is a uh, really big influence of mine. I think he's an amazing director, and I feel like he had a similar motive to lift the veil to show people the nature, the true nature of reality. That really takes me back to a previous, the previous question about kind of the eerie lifelikeness of your work. I mean, to, as well as the mm -hmm. you know the darkness that you portray. I mean, from from the feedback that you've gotten, do you think people are really troubled by that? I think it places me in a position that isn't as mainstream or accepted commercially, which obviously means that. In terms of a career, I need more patience, but it also puts me in a position of, I feel like my own lane or a place of integrity where I'm just being honest and expressing what I do. And I just got to hope that with time, people catch on and recognize that what I'm expressing is my truth and not there to appeal to a commercial audience or a mainstream. It just happens to be that way. Right. Absolutely. With a study of surrealism, a big part of that is with darkness letting like the light shine into that to illuminate that area and a big part of what's important to me in art is to make the comfortable uncomfortable i like that it emotes things even if it is to make someone sad or angry or uncomfortable i think that still means that the art is triggering something in the person rather than nothing at all or just like a little smile or something i'd rather someone be angry <laughs> really yeah, certainly, certainly. You know, if there's one message that you wanted to kind of get across to to your audience with this uh, with this podcast, uh, what would that be? When I was 15 years old, I tried magic mushrooms for the first time, and I was drawing on some paper. And basically, I wasn't even looking at the paper. I was just chatting to a friend whilst my hand was drawing by itself. And noticing when I looked back at the paper that it was all these drawings that I'd done unconsciously and I felt that 
there was an energy or something channeling through me that was expressing that through my arm without me needing to direct that with my eye or my brain, which I was really inspired by. And over the years, I've learned to channel that unconscious inspiration or dreaming through my art and letting it naturally take place rather than thinking, this is what I'm going to do. It's more I open up a project and sit there and wait for myself to sink into a trance and let the art take place unconsciously like a dream. Right. Which uh, I guess leads me to a question about your process. Uh, Unlike, Mm -hmm. I guess, just drawing with your hands. I mean, I don't know much about uh, any of digital artists process in general. I, I can imagine that it's it's not as free as drawing with a hand. You know, how, how do you start your work and, you know, how do you re- how do you decide on the subject? So having a wide variety of 3D softwares that plug into each other has really helped to remove some of the constraints that you see in digital art because, yeah, there will be certain constraints with different programs. And I feel like one of my strengths is using multiple programs and then bridging them into the final render in one program and then taking that render across into Photoshop to play with the colors to where I feel fits nicely. But basically, I will have either been playing with a skeleton and posing it in a specific way or morphing a character into some sort of pose that I feel is nice. Or there's a a texture that I'm interested in playing with or a reflection I'd like to work on or even just lighting. It's all a matter of having multiple programs and letting a simple piece of motive be elaborated upon with the light, the material and the environment that reflects on it and things like that uh, to me. In the last couple of years of hardship and the world kind of descending into a type of apocalypse or end of the world type of vibe i'm extremely grateful it's a hard time for so many people but i have actually flourished in these times with not being able to producers not being able to shoot video clips or shoot on a set cgi has really become the medium that people can explore in these times and it's really helped some 3d artists like myself and it's kind of like being born to bloom in the apocalypse up until now it's not been so so abundant so in a way i mean how 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 has your experience been not only on a professional level but personally and psychologically uh you live in australia so the experience is ongoing but yeah you know like how have you been holed up even more at home (laughs) you know just immersed in your work Yeah, uh, well, as I said, I feel like it's kind of been my time to shine as well. Over the years, I've sacrificed a lot of social life to pursue my art, and I'm kind of addicted to it. So it's mostly what I do every day, all day. And in the past, I would be getting constant FOMO of like, maybe I should be out doing something fun over the weekend instead of in here doing my artwork. But, you know, over the last couple of years, no one's been able to do something at anything at all. So to me, it's been my natural state and it's actually alleviated that FOMO, which has given me more mental space to be able to focus on my art and do what I want. But other than that, you know, we've been in the longest lockdown in the world in Melbourne here. And I think, you know, it would be a lot harder if it wasn't for some of my collaborations or commissions that I've had over the past year. Like I got 
commissioned to work on a Bring Me the Horizon video clip last year in the middle of a lockdown. And it just meant that I could spend six weeks straight working on something that was going to be on a really large platform. And I'm so grateful for that sort of entertainment or career to be able to do that from home, but keep me sane in these times.